Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. It's Friday. Can I get an amen and a hallelujah? Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. It is Friday. Welcome to the Friday edition of Faith Talk Live without Rick Probst, with Dan Ratcliffe, with Tiana Bogino, Mm -hmm. and with our more than receptionist. (laughs) Shemso Raggy. That is I. Shemso's here. We'll tell you why in just a second. She's going to join us for a few minutes. Uh, It's a special day coming up this weekend, and we'll tell you all about that in just a minute. But first, let's talk about today, because today is Friday, as Mm -hmm. we said. On the show today, we have blogger, speaker, and singer Brittany Price. She's got a very compelling story about losing her husband at a very young age. She had three kids under the age of three. And uh, just an incredible story, and uh, how how God has worked through that, and uh, and brought her through that. Uh, so we'll hear about that in just a little bit. Birthdays today, Chris Hemsworth. You guys know who that Ooh. is, right? Yes. No. Yes. What? I know. You don't know who Chris Hemsworth is? I don't. I'm My sorry. daughter Kaylee would be so very ashamed. He's Australian. Of you right now. Oh, yes. that's probably why. He's Thor. Oh, you know okay. Thor. I know who Thor is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and his brother yeah, is Miley Cyrus. Yes. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. now we'll I know. forgive him for that. But yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, oh, poor Miley. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth the uh, thirty-four today, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, that's wow. one of the many Chris's that my daughters would just you know love to marry. <gasps> Uh, if they were to marry, which is what's another one? Well, there's uh, there's Chris Hemsworth, there's right? Chris Pratt, yeah, there's uh, Chris Wait. Evans, mm. and you know, like there was one more Chris. I'm probably forgetting. Probably one. not Rock. Uh, not no, not Chris Rock. No. Chris Pratt is getting a divorce. That yeah, was announced this I saw week, that. so he'll yeah. be available soon, ladies. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We can't celebrate that. No, oh, yeah, no, sorry, I wasn't let's, celebrating. Yeah, let's not celebrate <laughs> that. that was a joke. That was a joke. Sure, there are women somewhere celebrating, but, right. but, but you not are not here. one of those. Exactly. No, 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 not Tiana. <laughs> uh, also today, wrestling legend Hulk Hogan. Yes, you yeah, know who that I is. I do because do. you are a wrestling fan. I am. <laughs> a ra- or do you say wrestling? I say wrestling. Do you? I do. Now, uh, I hate to break it to you, but you know it's all fake, right? I know. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure you knew. No, oh, no. Tiana didn't know that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he is 64 today, oh, so wow. he's got a good 30 years on Chris. Uh, and then on this day in 1969, Diana Ross introduced the world to a new group called the Jackson 5. Yes. <gasps> wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's amazing. And uh, the world has never been the same since no, then. Right. The Jackson 5 came in. All right. So the reason why Miss Shamso is here <laughs> is because... And not uh, that they ever invite me in, no, I'm just saying. No, no. Well, you know, Rick's not here, so we oh, break the rules. Okay. So uh, tomorrow <laughs> is a big, big day in Shamso's life and in the life of my daughter Kaylee because it is middle child day. Yes, finally. <laughs> finally. We wait one time a year for our special day. And tomorrow is that day. So what do you do to celebrate middle child day, you being a middle child? Um, I, You know, it's hard to tell because... 
I am one of eight, mm-hmm. and I have three siblings older than me, and I am older than four. I so think. you are pretty much right in the middle. I am right there in, yeah. <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. And we do the same thing that we always do. We get looked over. Oh. I know. We don't get anything new. Oh. So I grew up with one sister older than me in my house, and everything she didn't wear, I had to wear. So I never got anything new. Yeah. The baby, she gets everything. Pobrecito. Oh, oh poor no. girl. I know. Poor me. So tomorrow I think I'm going to treat myself <laughs> <laughs> to some coffee. Yeah. And I'm going to celebrate me uh-huh. and not think about my older sisters or my younger sister. Okay. Well, you should call Kaylee because Kaylee came in last night. She's our mm-hmm. middle child. And she came in last night and she said, I just want you to know, don't forget, Saturday is middle child day. Yes. We should have presents. It needs to be on the calendar. You think so? Like kind of like so. Christmas? Okay. Yes. But I'm oldest child. Yeah. Yes. You that's speak. me. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the youngest. So. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, you know, see, no one's listening to me here. You see, this is how it is okay. in my house. Now, hang on, Tiana, <laughs> is there an oldest child day? I don't know, but there should be. No, there's not. Okay. Is there a youngest child day? No, there's not. But there is a middle child day. So, yes, you're there's welcome. a reason for that. Because is, when you are a older child, you get everything. That's okay. Everything true. is handed to you. Oh. Yeah. And if you're only child, everything is really handed to you. I am not an only child. And when you are a baby, (laughs) you're the baby of the family. Oh, they're just the baby. Oh, let's just give it to the middle child. Go sleep outside. (laughs) Oh, dramatic. I have never said that to (laughs) Kaylee. I don't think, as far as I know. So hopefully she's not listening. Now, as the youngest child, because I had an older brother, I always got his hand-me-downs. I didn't get all the new clothes. So don't go feeling too sorry for yourself. The oldest child. Well, I was an only child until I was four. So, yes, I did get all of the mm-hmm. new things, mm-hmm. you know. And your younger sibling is a brother. So, no, well, I'm my, I have a middle sister and she's oh, okay. a sister, yeah. And okay. then my youngest is a brother, yeah. Yeah, I only have but, one year to be a um, second child before my mother gave birth to my younger sister. Okay. So, you know, hmm. just ruined my life. I know. Well, I wanted to bring you in so you could celebrate and and be celebrated for being a middle we child. We appreciate you. Thank yes. you. I expect yes, my present on Monday morning. Well, <laughs> yeah. we'll Good luck see, with we'll that. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I didn't even get my dad anything for Father's yeah. Day. Oh. So. Good luck with that. Steve, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so have a superb middle child day Thank tomorrow. Thank you. I will do that. Come Monday, we'll forget all about you. Again. I know. But, uh, yep. yeah. You forget <laughs> about me as I walk out the door. <laughs> we would never do that because you no, are no, no. more than a receptionist you are our sham so thank yes, you absolutely yes. she was out yesterday and i texted her last night and i was like we missed you today yeah, yeah at it's the just station. not the same without yeah, you here it's not because so. no one put coffee out that's what it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's because rick steals wow. it all yeah. when he's here. <laughs> he has a, a stash upstairs <laughs> all right well so happy middle child thank day uh, and as as we uh get rid of middle child day now and stop talking about that it's mm-hmm. time to talk about uh what we do every friday and that is church, church chat, chat church chat church chat, church chat. There you go. There's the one bell that you will get for today because uh, Rick is not here to ring his bell. It's church chat time. What's going on in church chat world? Okay. Well, this Sunday, Passion City is hosting something called Above and Beyond. So this, they're wanting to go above and beyond their weekly giving mm-hmm. and give way more. Wow. Um, and so they'll be sharing stories of some people who have been affected by the giving at Passion in a positive way and kind of what the giving goes towards to help people in our city, which is kind of cool. Um, so if you're in the area or you attend Passion City, that'll be going on during each service on Sunday. Okay. And then today at noon, Passion is also having prayer at church. So if you're 
you know, on your way back from lunch or headed to lunch, you can stop at Passion um, and join a group of people at noon who are going to be having prayer. They actually had prayer this entire week at noon mm-hmm. at Passion. So that'll be today if you're in the area. Maybe they'll pray for middle children. Yes, please. There. Hey, yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There you go. Need it, I need sure. all the prayer I can get. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Atlanta Mission is helping the children they serve get ready to go back to school. So they're calling this Back to Basics. So there are three ways that you can help. You can shop their Amazon wish list. You can send an Amazon or Walmart gift card mm-hmm. or drop off some basics in person. So I did check out their Amazon wish list online. So they really need, the children need basic things. I mean, boxers, briefs, socks, things like that. Just like the basic things that we all have. Right. Um, and they just don't have that. And it's just something I don't even think twice about when mm-hmm. I put my socks on. Um, but there are so many kids in our city who are going without um, so if you'd like to donate to them, um, you can visit atlantamission.org for more information. And you can check out their Facebook page. They have a link to their Amazon wish list on there. Um, and it's a great way to give back. Okay. Very cool. What's that, What else is going on? Um, if you want to mark your calendars, ladies, coming up on Wednesday, August 30th at Perimeter Church, they are having a worship and teaching day with Laura Story. Oh, okay. Yes. Fan favorite. Um, they will be having fellowship in the chapel and then brunch will follow. Tickets are only $5 and child care will be provided, right. which is a win all around, and everybody loves Laura's story. Well, yes. let me mark my calendar. What what day is it again? Yes, that'll be Wednesday, August 30th. Yeah, I think she said calendar. ladies. It is. It's a ladies-only event. Oh. That's it. Sorry, Dan. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, but you can head to Perimeter.org if you would like to register for that event, which will be coming up soon. I feel like a middle child now. I can't go. Okay. What else <laughs> is going on? Welcome to Shamso's Life. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, and then First Baptist Woodstock is hosting A Day with Kay tomorrow, so they'll be hosting author and teacher Kay Author um, Arthur from 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. So just a day of worship. Um, they'll have lunch and things like that. I believe tickets are $50 without lunch and $60 with lunch. Okay. So it's a full day of worship, um, some workshops, things like that. You'll get to hear from their guest speaker. And that is um, fbcw.org to register. Kay Arthur's a really good speaker. So if yeah, you yes. have never heard her before, be sure and check it out. It's going to be good. Anything else? That's everything that's going on this weekend. Shamso, anything to add to church chat for today? Um, no. I might be stopping by Passion for that prayer, though. Yeah, <laughs> Shamso was the one that told me about prayer at Passion this week. Shamso needs lots of prayer, that's for sure. I do. Yes. We'll never turn that's it down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how can people get their things on the church chat? Absolutely. If you head to faithtalkatlanta.com and you scroll to the bottom, click Submit My Church Event, it'll sh- show up on our calendar and we might feature it here on Church Chat for you. All right, so get your stuff in. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking with Brittany Price, blogger, speaker, and singer, and hearing her story. That is coming up in just a few minutes. But first, we have to end with a church chat we jingle. We do, always. Shamso, do you want to sing along as sure. it plays? All right, so here it goes. Sing along. Church, church chat, church chat, church chat. I don't hear you singing, Shamso. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. A bowl of crunchy granola in a cornflakes world. Hello. There we oh, go. Okay. There you are. You know, there's always something in this studio that's going wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know. know what it is, but uh, one of these days we'll have everything working all at the same time. Right, but it's Friday. So, That'll be you know. it, it is Friday. Okay. You know, you kind of expect things like that. Anyway, it is Faith Talk Live with uh, without Rick, with Dan, with Tiana Bogino. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick again is out with his mom. So just keep uh, him and his family in there in uh, in your prayers, if you would, please. We would appreciate that. We have uh, Brittany Price in the studio with us. Brittany, welcome. Thank you. It's a blessing to be here. Man, we're glad. 
glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear about your story. Uh, just a fascinating, compelling story. As, as I've read through your, your website and your blogs and everything, I can't wait to uh, to dig into it and hear more about it. Uh, maybe hear some music because uh, you're doing music with your brother. So we'll get to all that in just a minute. We need to let you know coming up next week on Faith Talk Live Monday, we got David Delk, Dr. David Delk, with uh, Becca Stroop. Uh, also next week, Gabe Palmer from Sin56 and our friend Susan Norris, who always mm-hmm. uh, creates havoc when she's here. So we uh, can't <laughs> wait to have her. Uh, and also right now on faithtalkatlanta.com, you can get a free book from our friends at Gospel for Asia called No Longer a Slum Dog. It's a, a story about thousands of children living in slum conditions in Asia. Uh, and in the book, real children share their real stories of need and how God intervened to uh, redeem them with his love. So you can get all that at faithtalkatlanta.com. Again, our guest, Brittany Price. Brittany, we're so glad you're here. So uh, let's let's dig in. Let's, let's start at the beginning, of course, which is a great place to start. Tell us your story of how all this happened. started a couple of years ago, back in 2015, I believe. Uh, you, you had a husband, a young husband. You were, what, 25 at the time? Yeah, I was 25, and my husband was 30. Um, we had three little boys, and we had stair steps. So we had um, an almost three-year-old, a one-and-a-half-year-old, and then I had a little newborn. Mm-hmm. So life was kind of like whack-a-mole. You know, you get one kid down <laughs> for a nap, <laughs> the next one pops up. I mean, it was like Crazy Zone USA, but yep. we loved it. I often would text my husband and just say, I just feel so thankful I get to do life with you. And Mm -hmm. even though it's crazy and we're not sleeping, like we are so blessed to be able to do this life together. And so we were just in that crazy season, but loving where God had us. And so um, on September 29th, 2015, my husband went to work early that morning and he kissed me goodbye and said, I love you, baby. I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm. I told him I loved him and I got my three little guys ready to go to Bible study, which is no easy feat. You know, <laughs> Again, it's little. like whack-a-mole, yeah. Yeah. but in reverse, right? Probably. Exactly. It was <laughs> yeah. crazy. So got him into Bible study and I sent my husband a quick text. And um, that day we were studying the book of Revelation. And the question was posed, why do we even study the book of prophecy? And I said, you know, for me, I study prophecy because it gives me confidence to trust God no matter what happens in my life. Mm-hmm. And just moments later, my phone rang and I ignored it the first time like any good Bible study girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the second time it rang, I just felt like the Holy Spirit prompted me and said, Brittany, answer it. Something with Patrick. And so I answered it with my husband's boss. And he said, Brittany, um, Patrick's fallen. Has he been sick lately? And I said, no. I mean, he's a perfectly healthy 30-year-old man. I just saw him this morning. And he was in law enforcement. So they said, um, you just stay where you're at. We're going to come send a car to come get you. And mm. so at that point, we didn't know anything except for he had fallen. And so... I got my kids and, you know, childcare secured and I waited in the rain for what felt like forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And God just kept bringing the passage, the peace that passes on our standing guards your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And so um, I waited for what seemed like a really long time and they brought me to Grady Hospital. And I remember getting out and God telling me, "Um, Brittany, just soak up this moment. You need to remember what I'm doing. And Mm. so I ran in the hallway and the hallway was just filled with people with saw written all over their faces. And I just knew what was coming. And they sat me down and they said, Brittany, um, we're so sorry, but Patrick died. His heart just stopped beating. We have no explanation. Um, And in that moment I said, you know, the Lord gives and he takes away, but he is so good. And I thought of a song I hadn't thought of a long time, which is, um, you know, precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, help me stand. And in that moment, I became a widow at the age of 25 with three kids under the age of three. 
And the reality of death and life became so real because I felt like I was just hit over the head with eternity. And Mm -hmm. I remember that day um, in that moment, like here I'm processing all this grief and God's like, hey, um, Brittany, tell everybody in the hospital about me. And I'm like, really, God? Um, (laughs) Right right now. (laughs) Do you know your timing? And um, that was one of the first opportunities. I just remember God saying like he calls us to obedience. He doesn't call us to comfort. Mm -hmm. And so I heard so clearly from God and just got up and told him like we got hit in the head of eternity and I know where my husband is because he had a relationship with Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and I just challenge you to know where you stand with the Lord Mm -hmm. and that's how we know and I have confidence where Patrick is today. Wow. How in the world did you have the strength at that time to do that? Because I try not to, you know, put myself in situations, but if I were in that situation, I can't imagine Mm -hmm. I would have the strength to just say, okay, this is how it's going to be, and uh, let me tell you about Jesus. I, I I think I would be a mess. How did you do that? Um, well, it doesn't. It was not me at all. <laughs> that was not me. That is just the Lord. You have those moments, and I felt, especially that first week of grief, I literally felt like we, I was just like floating in the grace of God Mm -hmm. and I would try to sink and God would just keep upholding me with his righteous right hand. I mean, it was such a supernatural grace giving and we don't always have the grace that we're given ahead of time. We have it in those moments. So people say all the time, oh, I can do what you do, but I'm like, you're not in that situation. Just like we can look, I can look at other people's life and think, how do you do that? But God gives grace and he gives manna for each day and not for the whole week or the whole month, the whole year. He gives enough for today. And so it was all the Lord, not me at all. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, reading your story, uh, I'm going I'm to go back just a little bit to the Absolutely. day before all that happened, because reading the story, you were talking about how your husband came home early uh, the day before yeah. and uh, and had some time with the kids. And one of your kids was having a real hard time that day and that night. Was that strange in any way? or? Well, we um, honestly, for the last couple of weeks before he died, um, we just felt like there was spiritual warfare in our home mm. in an amazing way. And um, our two-year-old would just cry. He would sing. He was seeing things. It was just really crazy. Just major fear, like not sleeping at night fear. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the last two weeks of Patrick's life were spent praying over his son in the middle of the night and mm. praying and just saying scripture over it. And I remember after he died that my brother said, is that amazing that God would give Peyton, your oldest, those memories? His last memories of his daddy oh, was where you don't have that time normally in during right. the middle of the night. His right. last moments was his his daddy just praying God's word and truth and claiming victory over his life, which is amazing. But my husband that day had come home early for work, which he worked for the state of Georgia, and the computer system went down, which is crazy. You know, yeah. it's such a God thing. Right. And he um, discipled a lot of young men, and so he was mm. supposed to disciple someone that night, and he said, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and meet with him this afternoon so I can check the kids in and they talked about a lot of things and at one point Patrick looked at the guy and was like you know I'm ready if the Lord's ready for me like whenever that timing is like he just had such a peace about where he was with the Lord and so there's so many moments um, where you look at that day and think I mean you know we had the most beautiful conversation of our entire marriage that night and we were talking about eternity and the gift of life and we were talking about what we would do in death and all I mean who talks Mm -hmm. about that stuff every day was that unusual for y'all to talk about that I I mean mean, we talked a lot about different things but I mean let's be real I mean there's a mundane of life and a mundane of what you're talking about oh my goodness we got to do this with the kids and we'd pray together every night and morning but it was definitely one of those Holy Spirit moments where we're just like man I will always cherish this conversation and so I went to bed just thinking man I'm so blessed we're exhausted and we're weary but God has been so faithful and I'm so thankful for the gift of salvation and a husband so Mm -hmm. 
All right, we're talking with blogger, speaker, and singer Brittany Price. Uh, just kind of the backstory of how this all started back in 2015. Now, you said um, Peyton was having a hard time, but it was good that he had that time with his dad uh, before he passed away. Now, does Peyton remember any of that? Because that was pretty young yeah, for that yeah. to happen. He remembers a lot. It's really? absolutely amazing. I feel like God's gifted him with a memory that's very rare. And so every week he tells me something. When I was two, I remember daddy told me this. Or when I was two, I remember he did this with me. And wow. and it's kind of shocking because people are like, oh, he's just making that up. And yeah. I'll be like, actually, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that really is true. And wow. so it's amazing. I just feel like that's God's gift. And I try yeah. to record videos of it or write it down so that he can always have those treasured memories. Man, now how did the kids, well, especially Peyton, because the other ones were probably too young to really know what was going on. How did they handle it at the time? Um, so when I first told them, um, he said something really profound, like, okay, can I go play now? <laughs> so, um, wow. they just, they wow. didn't understand it until yeah. that night. And that night, um, my one and a half year old just cried over and over again for daddy. And mm-hmm. you don't understand. He never said the word mommy, not cause he couldn't, but he was one of those that won it. And so <laughs> that night I just remember picking him up and just singing because he lives, I can face tomorrow and just like claiming mm-hmm. that over him. And so they um they have definitely grieved and they cry. I mean, this, just this week, Peyton has cried about his daddy. And mm-hmm. we've had to talk about how how do we focus on life that God's given us in Christ and how Jesus overcame the grave so we don't have to live there. Yeah. You know, we have to keep our eyes focused on heaven. And I was just telling him, like, we are one day closer today to daddy than we were yesterday. And so we have to live with the eternal perspective, keep our eyes focused on heaven, not the grave. And yes, honor and remember, but walk in the victory of grieving with those who have hope because of Christ. And so it's created a lot of great conversations with my kids. Yeah, I bet. All right, we're talking with Brittany Price. She's a a blogger. She's a mommy. She's a singer. You do it all, basically, (laughs) is what you do. We'll we'll get a little bit more about the story, kind of what helped you through that time. We'll get to the the point where you're uh, you're doing music now, and and by God's grace, you've been remarried to a a wonderful man. We'll talk about all that after we uh, come back from this break. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with without Rick, with Dan. I keep trying to say with Rick and Dan. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and you are... Bogino. Yes, you are. Or, or as Rick always calls you, Bobo Bogino. That's right. Uh, granddaughter. <laughs> All right. So we will be back right after this. Happy Friday. It's Faith Talk Live. Where ATL meets LOL. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. All right. Let's see if my mic. Hey, my mic's working oh, this time. There you go. Yeah, that's always a good thing. It is Friday on Faith Talk Live with Dan Ratcliffe. And Tiana Bogino. Yes, and uh, Rick is out, but uh, I think he'll be back on Monday, so that'll be good. Yes. We'll be back to normal. Well, if you can call it normal, we'll be back to normal Mm -hmm. on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) With Rick. Nothing's really normal, but uh, anyway. We have Brittany Price on the show with us today. Fascinating, fascinating conversation. And just, just talking to you. Off the microphone, we have some mutual friends, and uh, man, God just works in cool ways. He does. Oh my goodness. And uh, Joy Chambly, who we had on a few weeks ago, told us about you and said, you got to have this girl on. And Mm -hmm. uh, we're so glad that Joy told us about you. Uh, Before we get back to your story, real quick, got to tell you that you can get a free copy of How to Find a Meaningful Quiet Time from Love Worth Finding Ministries with Adrian Rogers. You can get that free copy uh, by going to Faith Talk. 970 mm-hmm. specifically not faith talk atlanta right. but faith talk 970.com uh, and get that meaningful quiet time all right back to Brittany price so we got the story of of what happened with your husband patrick and and how the kids uh your kids who were all under three at that time right yeah. mm-hmm. uh they were three 
two at the time, or he wasn't quite two. wasn't quite two. Yeah, okay. we had them back to back. Yeah, and uh, and so now now how old are they? So now they're four, three, and two. Four, three, and two. All right, so you got your hands filled. Yes, full yes. blessings. Yes, <laughs> yes indeed. Um, real quick, I want to ask. So what? Cause, because we talked about how strong you were right as it happened and in the hospital god said Mm -hmm. tell people about me and you were like what and but Mm -hmm. but you were able to do it um what was it that helped you through the because obviously you probably hit a low point at some point what was it that helped you through that time um i think the greatest thing that you can do is fill your mind with truth and comfort from god's word because Mm -hmm. people are so precious and so meaningful and there's so much encouragement but only god can get the lasting comfort only he can give lasting joy and peace and so running into him to be my comfort and to find contentment where he had me and literally just resting at his feet saying god i do not understand this Mm -hmm. and i mean still to this day i don't understand it but saying even so I will praise you and I do not want to miss what you have for me in this season. And so I think I had to come to grips with accepting my season that God had given me. And it was totally different than what I had lined up in my life and in my head and my heart. And so there's so many moments where I would tuck my babies in bed one more time and they would just be bawling their eyes out and crying Mm -hmm. and saying, why can't I go to heaven? And I would, you know, be trying to just suck it up and say, you know, we still have a purpose here on earth. And if Mm -hmm. we were supposed to be in heaven, we would be there right now. But God wants us to run this race with endurance and to keep fighting. And so, and then I would just get on the floor in my living room and just weep before God and say, Mm -hmm. God, I cannot do this another step without you. Would you just be enough? And so I think time in the word of God and scripture and worship music that helps you focus your perspective. Because when I'm worshiping God and who he is and my eyes are set above the things on this earth, then I have perspective that helps me through the day. And I realize this is not the worst suffering. It's Mm -hmm. not eternity apart from Christ, that's the worst mm-hmm. suffering. Mm-hmm. Or if I was doing this without the Lord and without the community that he's given us, that would be so much worse. And so I think finding gratefulness in the midst of it helped me a lot too. Mm-hmm. Tiana, you got any anything you want to ask? I mean, I just, first of all, want to say you are very strong and I just, I love hearing you tell your story and speak and it's, it's really inspiring. Um, and so I guess, I mean, how can you, I mean, talk about it right now and so I mean I'm sure there's it's still painful but you're so strong and like you're you're not like tearing up or anything like is it easy for you to talk about now does it does it get easier or is it still something like I think it's, I always describe it as, you know, you have a wound. And so eventually like this gaping wound that's bleeding all the time, it's pulsing with pain. Mm -hmm. And every time you look at it, you just feel like you're bleeding out. And God slowly does healing, Mm -hmm. um, but you'll always have this huge scar. And sometimes scars do hurt. And every time you look at them, you're reminded of what it is. And so the sting of death will always hurt in this world. And so there always is a part of the sting of death. And there's every day I have to deal with the realities of it, but God promises to heal the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that he's going to restore everything on this earth or that he's going to make things all better. I will still, we still miss Patrick every day and we still like, I don't understand why God did this, but God does do healing and he Mm -hmm. gives you peace and he's, he's enough. And no matter what circumstances, he's the God of the hills and the valleys and he's faithful in all the ways. And so I think you just have to trust him for healing. And so I can speak in, say like God has done so much healing in my life than the first couple of days and the first couple months. Right. Um, but it's just grief is a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. And so you can never replace a person and 
nothing can ever, you know, take that away from my boys. And so you just have to trust God to do the healing and say, God, like you promised that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Whoa, that said the living. So I just would claim that verse all the time and say, God, you promised that I'm going to see your goodness here on this earth, Mm -hmm. not just in eternity. So God, what does that look like? Does that look like my boys are going to get salvation at an earlier age because they understand the reality of death and life? Mm -hmm. Does that mean that you're going to heal us where we can get up and we can breathe again? What does that look like? And just trusting God for that. We're talking with Brittany Price. She's a blogger. She's a singer. She's a mommy. She's uh, everything. And uh, I want to talk about your blog for a little bit. Now, did you start blogging? Before that happened, before Patrick died or at, after that time, when did you start blogging? So I blogged before I even met Patrick. Um, so I blogged uh, about just waiting for the right one and just mm-hmm. seeking mm-hmm. the Lord above all else and finding contentment where God had you in the season of singleness. Um, and so I did that before. And then um, when I was married, I did a blog on motherhood and just everyday blessings is mm-hmm. what I called it. And so then obviously your writing changes depending on what you're walking mm-hmm. through. And right. so it definitely changed in this season of suffering. Yeah. All right. Something you said in your latest blog that uh, caught my attention. You said, instead of reaching back to the grave, I have chosen to reach up to eternity and keep my eyes set on the prize, which is King Jesus. Tell us what that means and how do you go about doing that after such a tragic loss? And you've talked about that some, but, but how, what does that look like practically? Um, I think it's so easy to turn our eyes to ourselves and I can say, you know, God, this is really hard. I have to deal with the daily realities of this or nobody else has this suffering or you can go in this self-pity, resentment or bitterness. So when I focus on myself and I focus on death and how hard death is and what we have to go through and my kids have to, you know, tell their teachers. I mean, that's hard and that's awkward. Every part of our life can be awkward. Mm -hmm. So we can focus on that or I can keep my eyes on eternity and say, Jesus, you have called us to this. This world is not my home. This is temporary. And so when we have the perspective of heaven in an eternity and that this life is such a small portion, it gives us the confidence to walk in the suffering and say, God, you've called us here and you're going to get us through. And so when I keep my eyes up, you have so much more perspective to see what's going on. But when we keep our eyes down, that's all we can see is ourself and our suffering. And for me, a practical way of doing it is instead of being like, oh, to my boys, it's so hard. I know it's so hard, blah, blah, blah. You know, I acknowledge their pain, but I also say there's so many other people walking through suffering. How mm-hmm. can we encourage other people? Mm-hmm. How can we bless them? And even after my husband had recently passed away, I would take them to do something to serve other people or mm-hmm. we would write notes or do whatever we could so that they could be praying and thinking of other people to know that we are not walking through pain by ourselves and suffering. And so I think just keeping our hearts and our focus on eternity helps us to live in the here and now. And it helps us to release the entanglements of this world so we can grip our hearts and our eyes to God's word and his truth. We're talking to Brittany Price. You can find out more about her at her website, BrittanyPrice.com. You can find the blog there as well. And your blog is just amazing. As I I read through, first of all, your story uh, that that talks about what happened with Patrick and everything. I'm not a super emotional person, but I really almost lost it just reading through that and reading through how God prepared the kids before, you know, right before it happened and just to see God's hand at work through all that and reading that story and then reading through your blog. You're, you're a terrific writer. It Does writing really help to build your faith and to really help you to 
be kind of cathartic for you? Oh, absolutely. It's totally therapeutic. I mean, there'd be nights where I couldn't sleep and I just feel like there's a message you God just puts on my heart and it still happens. I mean, sometimes I'll be up at midnight and I just feel like God just gives me something. So I just have to write it and put it out or I'll be wrestling with a theme in my heart and I'm like, okay, God, what does this look like? And a lot of times it just comes out on paper, you right. know, and so it's a very therapeutic thing for me. All right. Well, let's let's come up to the uh, present here. You have uh, just recently. How long ago did you get married? Um, about a month ago. About a month ago. Oh. You okay? You, you married Daniel. Tell us about Daniel and just the the interesting combination you've got there because you are a widow. He is a widower. Tell us mm-hmm. a story about about that and how you guys met. Um, so crazy things is obviously I'm not even like thinking about that in my journey. I kept saying like, God, I want to widow well for your glory, whatever that looks like. And if I'm a widow the rest of my life, being a single mom, like I just want to give you most glory, whatever that looks like, because this life is short. And so in the process of saying, God, use our pain for your purpose. I don't want to waste this. Um, I would just reach out to different people that were walking through pain and grief and just try to encourage them, not say, Hey, I've got it figured out because hello, I don't have it figured (laughs) out, (laughs) you know, but just tell them they're not alone, you know, and that God was going to be faithful. And so in the process, I was ministering to a family walking through um, grief and pain and Daniel Brooker was ministering to the same family. And so we kind of connected over ministry and um, sharing our hearts for people. And so God just grew a love story that only he could grow. Um, We got Mm -hmm. each other in a way that only people that have walked through that grief could get where, you know, I'm in love with Daniel Brooker, but I still love my husband, you know, and it's like Mm -hmm. such a crazy combination. But we know that and we both have the same hearts for eternity. And he had two um, young children when his wife passed away. And so Mm. um, just how he's walked through grief and he gets when my kids are crying because his kids do the same thing and processing them through that and getting single parenting and so God just really connected us on so many ways, but it wasn't just our past that connected us. It was our future and our calling that God had together as a family. Wow. All right. Man, I wish we had another hour to talk yeah. through all this. We got to go to another break, unfortunately, right now. But uh, I want to talk a little bit more about how you parent because you've got, you've got your kids, but you've mm-hmm. also got Daniel's kids. And both sets of kids have gone through a loss of a, a parent. And just want to talk a little bit about how you parent through that. want to talk about music. You've just started doing music with Absolutely. your brother, Tim. Again, I wish we had more time to do all this. <laughs> We're going to have to have you back. You're going to have to come back, okay? And, and bring bring your husband and your brother both. Yeah. But uh, we'll talk more with uh, Brittany Price here after this break. It's Faith Talk Live, the Friday edition. We'll be right back. Just when you thought it was safe to turn on the radio, Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. What's the deal with this? All right, it's the Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. Again, once again, one of these days, we will have a day where everything works right in the studio. (laughs) One of these days. It's the Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Radcliffe. And I'm Tiana Bogino. Yes. Bogino. Bogino. You have to say it like that. Bogino. Bogino. No, go deeper. Go real deep. Bogino. Bogino. There you go. All right, that's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Tiana is here. We're so glad you're here. And uh, Rick will be back hopefully Mm -hmm. on Monday. So we'll be looking for him. Hey, coming up on Saturday, September 2nd, Celebrate Freedom 2017 at Jim R. Miller Park in Marietta. Tiana's going to be there. I will be there. That's right. Are you going to be singing on stage? Well, maybe. No, I won't be. You guys don't want that. (laughs) All right. Who's going to be there, though? Uh, David Crowder will be there. Mercy Me will be there. Holland will be there. Zach Williams. Mm-hmm. A few others. Danny Goki. Danny Goki. For King and Country. There we go. Yeah, it's a big lineup. Mm-hmm. and We'd love for you to be there. Absolutely. It's free to get in. Yes. Just go to Ingalls to get your ticket. And with that ticket, parking is just five bucks. Yeah. So a whole day of fun for five bucks. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. 
you should come. Yes, bring the whole family. Bring the whole family. Yes, all five, all five kids now. Now, how how old are the other two kids? Uh, that because you, you just got married. We were yes. just talking about how you just got right. married to Daniel. Daniel had two kids. How old are they? So they're six and five. So our kids are six, five, four, three, two. <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> I know, I know. I always tease that I'm like, yeah, and I thought I was tired before. So it's wow. been so fun though. They are just like best little buddies. So oh, I love that. So Tiana was talking earlier about how passion is having a prayer service at twelve. Pray for yes. <laughs> Brittany's family. Absolutely. Wow. All Six, the five, prayer four, three, is two. such a gift. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. All right. So uh, we want to talk more about your story. Uh, we were just, we wrapped up talking about uh, how you met Daniel and you guys just got married a month ago. So you got a combined family. Uh, and real quick, before we get to talking about your music, I want to talk about how you parent uh, kids that have gone through losing a, a father in your case and a mother in Daniel's case, how, how does that work uh, I, that you're learning, I guess? Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Y'all. <laughs> so I think it's just a continual, just like anything in parenting, um, just seeking God and saying, God, you're the only one that knows every detail of their hearts. Hmm. And so leaning into God and saying, God, what do I do in this situation? What do I do in that situation? And so um, definitely like seeking out counseling and reading books and all that. But I think giving grace and understanding what they've walked through. So like, Yesterday, we had a situation um, with some of them, and I had to just put my mind on, okay, why would they react this way? Is right. they, Are they reacting out of fear? Um, do they have an insecurity that's coming out? And um, so my son, my oldest son, put rocks behind Daniel's car, and he said, I'm putting rocks so you won't leave me. And so when they're saying stuff, it's like they have fear um, or they'll cry because they they honestly think someone's going to die because they've walked through it. They know that it can happen. You know what I mean? And so for other kids, when they say things, they might just be like manipulating or working it. Well, with our kids, they have literally experienced death in a huge way. And so... The first time I said something about, oh, Daniel's at work today, my son just got this look on his face and started crying. Mm. And I realized his daddy went to work and never mm-hmm. came home. Wow. And so oh they're just wow. processing different things. So for us, we just had to come in a heart of saying, how can we make them feel most secure and most loved and know that God's got them no matter what? And we have to trust the Lord because we don't know what purpose you know, tomorrow holds. So we mm-hmm. want to enjoy this today. And so I think being laughing and playing and just giving them the security that we're going to be there. And it takes a lot of sacrifice on our, our hands. Cause I'm like, we have so much stuff to do and this and that, but we just have been focusing on the kids to give them that good foundation that they can know that we are here to stay. Mm. Wow. Okay. Real quick, before we get to the Elm, uh, I want to talk about one more blog that you uh, did uh, recently. It's called I am his and in that, you said, this is a quote from it, you said, Christ is who defines us, and our identity in him is never shaken, no matter how intense the storm. I love that. How how did that truth help in your healing process? Um, so, you know, oftentimes we can have our identity and our, you know, me being a wife or me being a mother or just different callings. And so I had to surrender one time, and I was just like, God... All I see when I look at myself is brokenness. Like there's nothing I see other than brokenness and tragedy and grief. God, what do you see in me? And I just remember God just clearly saying, when I look at you, I see that you are mine. And that's all that matters. And so just having that identity of saying, no matter what happens, my identity in Christ never changes. It doesn't matter if I lose my new husband, if it doesn't matter if I lose my kids, no matter what happens and how tragic life can be. 
my foundation in Christ is stays the same. And so we can rest in that. And that's hard. I mean, yeah. it's hard yeah. when people have things coming at you all the time. And I struggle with identity just like everybody does. But I think we just have to go back to say where it lies is in Christ. Mm, I love that. Uh, have you had folks who have read the blog um, or have you ta- talked with moms and heard uh, that have heard you say things like that, that have said, wow, this is this has really helped me in a way that you never would understand. You would never know. It's been amazing to see how just sharing your journey like really can empower people to know that they're not walking through things alone. Or I had a lot of people that were married and, you know, I always dreamed about doing marriage ministry with my husband, Patrick. And we talked about being the older couple one day and investing in the younger couple. And so when he died, I just remember being like, God, how am I, how's a widow going to impact anybody? And I just remember God telling me, look at Ruth. Like I used Mm -hmm. Ruth Mm -hmm. who remarried and I used all these different parts and brokenness, a broken family to bring apart Jesus. And so I just had to be remember like, okay, God, I know you've called me to share and that's it. So I just, I'm going to share whatever that is. And I had so many people say, you know, I treasure my husband differently because of what you shared. And I treasure my kids differently and I live life differently because I know I'm not promised tomorrow. Mm. And then I've had to find contentment in Christ and not my circumstances, even if they're good circumstances, Christ Mm. has to be our foundation. Mm. Because it's so easy to to take for granted what we have because we don't think about how quickly it, it can go away. Absolutely. And for me, I constantly have to shift my perspective. So Mm -hmm. just because you walk through something doesn't mean like, hey, I got it the rest of my life. Like, (laughs) heck no, I don't. It's just constantly saying, God, shift my perspective. God, change my heart on this. Change my focus Mm -hmm. um, and give me your eyes for things. Brittany Price. It's BrittanyPrice.com if you want to see her story, see the blog. And we got a few minutes left here. I want to talk about The Elm. You've just started, uh, I don't know if you'd call this a band. or yeah, we have I, a band. Would you call it the band? Okay. Uh, with your brother, Tim. Talk about The Elm, how that came together, and the really cool story of how you got the the name The Elm. Yeah. So um, right after, literally right after my husband passed away, um, a couple of days later, I was sitting on the front porch with my brother, and he was like, you know, I feel like the Lord's calling us to share his faithfulness and how you're feeling. So tell me how you're feeling. And so I told him how I was feeling. We journaled it. Um, two weeks later, I was um, at, at this event and I was holding my little baby and I put him to bed and I just started singing like a prayer out to God and God just started giving songs. And mm-hmm. so um, I just remember recording it in my phone thinking like, oh, whatever, God, whatever you have. And so through this, we just said, okay, how can we encourage people to know that even in the valley, God is faithful and God gives a perfect peace in the midst of the storm. And how can we be raw and real with lyrics that can encourage people and empower them to trust God. And so we route, um, you know, we wrote the album, the Elm and the Elm Mm -hmm. stands for the acrostic of just the Hebrew name that says the God who is near. Mm -hmm. And we have felt the nearness Mm -hmm. of God and we want other people to feel that too. And so when they hear the lyrics of these songs, like we just pray that they would feel that God is near and he cares. And for me, it's encouraged me so many times amidst of the grief, I'd be crying in the other room and my little two-year-old would start singing one of our songs from our album Wow, talking about he gives more grace when the burdens are greater mm. or even in the valley, he is faithful. Even in the darkness, he's there. And it was like, God just brought those truths to mind. Mm-hmm. We can make it through another day because he gives grace and he is there even in the darkness. And so it was a good healing journey for me as well. Now, are these songs that you wrote or did you and Tim write them together? We or? wrote them together. Yeah, he is he is more skilled in the music for <laughs> sure. He, he's amazing. So we wrote the album and we just wanted to bless people and encourage people and we didn't want finances to be a burden and yeah. so we literally give it away online so anybody that wants it can download it for free so that we can encourage as many people as possible to know that Jesus will be faithful. Okay, we got about a minute left here and as we go out I'm gonna I'm playing the song You Are There. Uh you got a real quick synopsis of You Are There? 
Um, it's just a song talking about um, the storms in our life. And no matter what happens, God is there. Um, no matter what comes our way, we can trust him. And so it's just a good reminder. I always say even the darkest, hardest places of, of life, God is there. He is a God that sees and a God that cares no matter what you're walking through. Awesome. Brittany Price, tell folks how they can find out about you. And you, you do speaking engagements. Obviously, you blog and all that. Tell people uh, tell people how they can find yeah, you. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm on Instagram at Brittany Price Brooker um, or online at BrittanyPrice.com. All right. They can uh, find out how to do speaking engagements and all that. Fascinating, compelling story. Thank you so much for coming Thank in you. and sharing. you got to come back. Promise that you'll Sounds come back. Great. Yes. Bring Tim, bring Daniel, bring the whole family. We yeah. want to meet all the kids and everybody. You can find out more at BrittanyPrice.com. We'll close out. This is You Are There, the Elm. You can get it on Spotify. You can download it just about anywhere. Thank you so much. Thank you. To God be the glory. Have a great Friday. We will see you on Monday. It's Faith Talk Live.